listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. jam-packed 30 minutes of good that is the ep podcast for you this week folks we've got chicago stockyard kilty band in the house they've got the bagpipes they're celebrating 100 years of existence and several members are from evergreen park they're down here they're ready to play and visit with us we're going to do one of my favorite segments to do and that is meet the neighbors when we go out we meet a brand new business right here in evergreen park after a conversation on this show over the past couple of weeks i got a really interesting email it leads to a surprise guest just for hannah this week so much ahead on the show it's all brought to you by the first national bank of evergreen park they know that when you're working towards a financial goal every little bit counts that's why when you open up a total access checking account you get free atms nationwide and a 300 bonus cash in your account boom and you get great mobile and online banking tools you will have easy access to your money plus a little extra from the first national bank of evergreen park open up an account online today bankevergreenpark.com slash total access 100 required to open requirements to qualify must use link to apply member fdic joining me down here at the nine foot homemade oak bar uh, a new guest but not from a place that we haven't visited before jenna hart wisniewski's from the evergreen park public library we have them on every once in a while they're always doing great stuff but it's your first journey down here jenna how are you it is i'm great what do you do over there like when i used to look at like you watch a movie and uh, the librarians are just basically walk around constantly sorting books and telling people shh I mean, that's it. So I, I'm sure you do more than just that, though. No, that's actually what I do. That's all you do. That's all that I do. I just shush people. <laughs> I walk around and I perfected the shush. Is there a longer shush and a shorter shush? Are there different variations of the shush? I mean, I'm mean, i more of a medium shush. You're a medium shush. Yeah, okay. not too long, not too short. There you go. Just right with your shushing. Okay. So, But what else do you do over there? Uh, well, I'm the head of adult services. And so you can catch me in the reference department. Um, I'm sitting behind the desk and currently the plexiglass. Um, but what is that like going to work every day behind plexiglass? It's weird, isn't it? It's, it's actually kind of fun. Uh, we, we see a lot of people bumping their heads against it and acting surprised, but, um, but no, it's kind of cool. We're just, you know, hanging out behind the desk. We've got the plexiglass in front of us and just trying to do everything that we can to be safe. Well, you're going to get closer and closer to normal. I think, I think we're seeing more and more vaccines and all the infection rates dropping and the summer is coming and yeah more people will meet outdoors and I, I i keep telling people like that we're we're at the end here it's not over but we're we're watching the end of it and we're i'm trying to there. stay positive and so hopefully very soon you won't be in a fishbowl so this is the big week here on the south side it's the high holiday as my father called it uh still calls it a uh, library anything that you guys are doing i i know you got that thing where kids can call in and uh and hear stories on on a telephone tell me a little bit about this and are there any st patrick's stories on there absolutely so our dial a storyline is something that our children's librarian laura meyer has put together and coordinated and it's really neat you can call a phone number the phone number is get a pen and a paper ready 708 
634-0808. So you can call that number and choose from a menu of different stories, poems, short stories, um, and listen to Laura and different staff members read them to you. Um, so we did a special thing for St. Patrick's Day where we are featuring different limericks, St. Patrick's Day poems. Uh, we even have a short story on there called The Night Before St. Patrick's Day. And Chris, do you want to hear a limerick? Yes. Is it a, it's a clean limerick, right? It I mean, is this a clean is a, limerick. This is a clean podcast. I don't want to put that little red E next to it. I've heard some dirty ones before. It's a clean As one. As have I, but this is a clean one. We're, okay. We keep it clean at the library. Uh, okay, are you ready? I'm ready. There once was a mid-March day where people would gather and say, St. Patrick's Day here, let's wear green and give cheer, and they'd party the evening away. That's a good limerick. So uh, you guys also have this thing. Uh, it's a bike that you're riding around. What is this thing called again? It's called the Trichedelic Rider, and I guess it can kind of go along with our St. Pat's Day theme because it's green. It is. I've seen a picture of it. The Trichedelic Rider. Now, are you going to be riding this bike? I am. Okay, so you're going to be one of the riders because Nikki Seidel was down here, and I was like, are you riding? And she laughed at me <laughs> like I was an idiot. And I guess I am for asking her that question. I mean, the boss doesn't ride the bike. <laughs> but, but like, the idea here is that it's a bike that's filled with books, and you're riding around like, what, the ice cream man and yelling, books here, books here, or are you making specific deliveries? I mean, close. Okay. Um, so it kind of does look like an ice cream bike. Um, it's So it's awesome. It's a trike, so it's got three wheels. And it's got this big old box on the front of it that opens up, and we can stuff it with books. We can stuff it with hot spots because the library has hot spots that you can check out. Um, we can put different kind of, like, craft kits in there. So we have lots of grand plans for this thing. Do you, do you, is it delivery, or is it you're riding around with, like, a bell and the kids come running out to get their books. It That's does have a bell on it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bells. The book uh, bike is here. The, the book, book bike is here. here. And like kids are running down. Like, I don't know if that would really happen, but who knows? It's been weird and weird times over the last year. So maybe kids would be like super excited about we'll, that. We'll have to see because we actually haven't even taken it out yet. Uh, we, we had a little bit of bad timing with it last year because of the pandemic. But um, this big project started early last year where we started designing it and sort of scoping out where we can um, source the bike from. And so um, I was actually tasked with doing all of the work and I ended up designing the trike. So okay. I designed the trike wrap, which um, is a green tie dye. So that's why we kind of went along with the theme of the trichedelic rider. So it's psychedelic. Um, so it's this green tie dyed bike, trike, not bike. And um, yeah, we'll be just kind of taking it around town. So if you see us, Give us a honk when you drive past, or give us a wave. When do we get, we get to start seeing this thing? Like, when when do you think we're gonna we're gonna take it out for the first spin? I mean, it is warming up. So our first outing planned is going to be on Saturday, April tenth at one p.m. and it's mostly for teens. Of course, if you're a little bit older than that, you're more than welcome to join us because the more the merrier. Um, but the program is called Sock Seed, and so we'll be meeting at Fifty Acre Park on April 10th at 1 p.m., where our teen librarian, Mary, will be there with different kind of um, sock seed kits. So you'll get a giant tube sock that you can put over your shoe and kind of walk around 50 Acre, acre Park picking up seeds and different kinds of things from the soil. And then um, we'll all meet together, examine the flora and fauna that you pick up on your sock, and then you'll get to check out different um, plant science books, and she'll just kind of talk about plant science. Very cool. Yeah. Jenna Hart Wisniewski from the Evergreen Park Library. She told me when she sat down, she always gets nervous <laughs> when she has to sit in front of a microphone and she killed it. Excellent job. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Jenna. Thanks, Chris. See you at the library.
It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by the Good Government United Homeowners Party, reminding you that early voting for elections in Evergreen Park begins March 22nd at the Oak Lawn Village Hall with the election on April 6th. And they would like you to vote for Kelly Burke for mayor, Kathy Aparo for clerk, and Norm Anderson, Mark Phelan, and Carol Kyle for trustee. The driving range of 50 Acre Park is open, credit card sales only until April. That's good news because it's warming up. The bad news when it warms up is that the ice rink has to close down. Golf is in, skating is out. Waste management wants you to know that green yard waste pickup will begin on April the 1st. The Happy Bark Dog Park is now open again after a brief closure. I believe they also had to fix a part of the fence over there. You can now bring back your dogs, but watch out, it's probably a little muddy. The Office of Citizen Services would like to invite you on the 16th, this Tuesday, to join them for an afternoon of creativity with an Irish twist. For 10 bucks, every participant gets to take home their own shamrock plant. Contact the Office of Citizen Services for more information, 708-422-8776. That's your EP Word on the Street, and this is the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com. Over the past few years, I have learned so much from small business owners in Evergreen Park about how confusing owning a small business can be. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year reach out to butch right now 708-535-3006 or shoot him an email butch at elitebenefits.net and be sure to check out the zmar podcast don't wait till the last minute put butch zmar to work for you now we have members of the chicago stockyard kilty band Joining us down here, and guys, I, I appreciate you joining me, and uh, welcome to the EP podcast. All right, glad to have, glad to be here. The McKee family <laughs> is down here, sitting at the bar. Are you all brothers? Is that what it is, or cousins? Brothers. brothers. Really? Which one's the oldest one? I'm the oldest. The, the guy in the back is is the oldest one, is sitting back there, and he's letting the younger brothers have all the spotlight while he while he while they sit on the microphone. He's a good okay. Big brother. So, how long has the McKee family been part? of this group because it's a hundred years but when did McKee start showing up in the group my dad was officially in the band in 1952 so coming around taking lessons since the early 50s so getting close to 70 years of uh of involvement in a hundred year band so how do you get involved in a band like this like here's the thing i think every kid on the south side of chicago every adult on the south side of chicago every grandfather on the south side of chicago and grandmother has sat at a parade and watched guys go by with bagpipes, and it's not like it's offered in schools. Brother Rice had it. Brother Rice had it. Not too long ago, but as far as learning pipes go, no. I mean, it no. has a, it's not something you learn in high school. All right, so pipes were not a thing back in the, back in the day. So how did you guys learn it? Is it a family thing? And, and, and if somebody wanted to get into doing it, how would they learn it? So we teach, and so my dad has been teaching out of his house before he passed away, but in... Beverly since the early 1970s. So 
for all that time. And then Luke and I have helped take over teaching since he's passed on. And so we do actually have a little school. And most of the people in the band have come through and learned at our house. And you have a daughter that does this, right, Matt? Yeah, Mora plays, so she's a third generation. It's like a family piper. thing. Like, do these kids get a choice, or do they get like a set of bagpipes for like uh, when they're six years old, and that's their Christmas present? And they're they like, get, oh, bagpipes! They, they got a choice. You want to start when you're eight? You want to start when you're nine? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it, it must be kind of fun, though. I mean, this has got to be your best time of year. I mean, I mean, you know, you're not playing them in July, are you? I mean, you're you're playing them. Or are you playing oh, yeah. them all the time? Well, it's St. Patrick's month for the starters, you know, your opening comedy. Because we play all month. It starts basically last week of February, weekend of February through. But then, yeah, we play year-round, though. I mean, this is this is one of the biggest times, peak of course, like you're saying. But it's it's a year-round uh, hobby, you know. So 4th of July, we play more parades, really, than on St. Patrick's Day. So it's, a, it's, it's nonstop. All within one day, too. <laughs> are there things that you don't like doing? You know, the, I think for me... The worst thing I hate is when you're coming down the street and the guy's like, you know, they want you to come into a party. Like, oh, we'll give you a beer. I'm like, would you? Hannah's husband played in, in rock bands from when he was in high school until, and, and he still does cover still music. Does. Yeah. Camp, cover band music. And he's always complaining on Facebook about the amount of times that somebody tries to pay him nothing to do something. Like, it's, it's exposure. exposure. And you guys probably even get it even worse because people just think, ah, oh, well, they got nothing better to do. Like, come out of here. We'll give you. We'll we'll let you have a cup for the keg. Like, that's got to be annoying, right? That's so great. Like a bunch of hobos or So here's the question I got to ask you. Um, I don't know if it works, let's say, any other month of the year. But when you were younger, you all look like you're a little bit older. You're closer to my age. You're likely married or possibly married and divorced. or (laughs) Who knows? I don't know what your social situation is. I don't want to ask. But I all know we're sitting around in like our middle-aged years. And when we were younger, we were cooler. Do chicks dig the pipes? Like, has there been a moment where you've been like, I could never have talked to that girl if it wasn't St. Patrick's Day, I wasn't wearing this kilt, and I didn't have these pipes. 
Like they didn't want to say it, but they like all all three brothers like, yep, yep. I've had I've had a pretty good day on the Southside Irish parade before in my life. Back in my day. Well, my wife was the only one I cared about. <laughs> like well, let's let's put it this way. That's probably the only time they talk to us is when we're in our kilts. And, is that right? Oh, oh. Anything <laughs> exciting for your 100th anniversary? Did it get stifled because of what's going on? Are you going to wait till 101? Like maybe make a T-shirt like 100 years plus one? Like for next year? Like what? What's the plan right now for you guys? Well, right now, um, we're still hoping to go with uh, our 100th anniversary party. We've we've had. Ever since the band was formed, we've had a band dance. It's to celebrate the band. We, you know, it's a fundraiser. Celebrate. We just call it the band dance. It's based since 1921. So, I mean, we have gone literally even during the plague last year, 99 years. We we have every intention of hitting the hundredth with another party, another band dance uh, at Bourbon Street, uh, November 20th. You know, we're, we're hoping to put on a hell of a show like we normally do and have some uh, guest bands and stuff like that. Possibly even the Marine Corps band is a possibility. That's awesome. That's awesome. Imagine, one day, out of nowhere, you need your car towed. Who are you going to call? You have no idea. Right, because none of us think about that until it actually happens. So I'm going to give you a name. Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Located in Evergreen Park, Illinois, they will tow your vehicle locally or at a long distance at a very affordable price. What happens when your car needs a jump start? Dreamers Towing and Recovering. What happens when you're locked out of your car? Dreamers Towing and Recovering. You got a junk car, you don't know how to get rid of it, and you just want to move along and get some cash? They buy your junk cars. Covering the EP and the surrounding south side of Chicago, Dreamers is there when you need them with 24-hour service. Call them, 773-410-4549. 773-410-4549. Turn a sudden nightmare into a dream with Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Such a big week this week. It's going to be the week that I put on pounds. There's no way to avoid it. A lot of dark beers, a lot of stouts, uh, a lot of hanging out with my parents now that they have the vaccine and they can be social again. Uh, the springtime is here, even though we might get some cold and possibly snow at some point this week. That's scary. They had said that wasn't going to happen, but now this big storm moving through Colorado might touch us in some way early on in the week. But you can't stop it. Spring's here. This is a fun week on the south side. It always has been. You could see people out all weekend long. You know people will be out on Wednesday. I'm trying to still fit in my Pilates classes over at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy because, like, if I'm going to eat poorly, I want to at least convince myself I was doing my workouts. And you know what's great about that is that at least my back is, like, in the best shape I think it's ever been in. Like, I'm 44 years old here in May, and I always have lower back issues. And... Since they started working me out and working on like my core frame and stuff like that, like I barely have any hitch in my giddy up, you know, I mean, the back is great. I'll have a little hip problem from time to time. I'll go over there. They kind of stretch it out. Everything works great. They're a physical therapy place. So they kind of do a really good job of like figuring out like, hey, maybe we should do it this way instead of this other way. Like you feel like more secure when I'm doing my workout. Like, cause they want to make sure that they don't injure me while I'm doing the workout and they're actually trying to build up my muscles. And it's just amazing because you don't feel like you work really hard at it. Like you're just kind of doing these stretches and these, you know, Pilates. I mean, it's, I, I don't know how else to describe Pilates. You're doing these things where it's just more correcting the way that you use your body 
and working out the core muscles in your body and you don't really feel it while you're doing it. And then you just kind of feel it over the next day or so. Like, man, I had a workout and they do it online as well. If you, if you can't get over there and you want to just do it at your own pace or you want to, you know, you're not sure if you want to go out yet and be in public, they have online classes as well. I want to give them a plug, especially because they're going to be keeping me together this whole week because I'm not going to be taking care of myself with my food and beer intake. That's for sure. They're at 2940 95th Street in Evergreen Park, and you can check them out at corefitnesspt.com or give them a call at 708-422-0990 and uh, tell them I sent you over there uh, because uh, they're, they're such a help to me. Uh, anything I could throw their way. I remember we found them the first time doing Meet the Neighbors where we were just kind of bouncing around looking at businesses in Evergreen Park and trying to feature them. There's a new business that moved into Evergreen Park just recently, and that brings us to another episode of Meet the Neighbors. Recently moving into Evergreen Park, right around 100, and actually I think the address is exactly 10200 on Kedzie Avenue, is now Grinders Training Academy. It's Grinders with a Z, and I'm sitting here right now with Dave and Matt, the owners, and uh, guys, I appreciate you uh, sitting down with me for a second. Thanks very much for coming by. So tell me a little bit about this place. Now, I you know I had a daughter that played for a long time for the Evergreen Park Girls Softball League, and you know her name's on one of those those plaques, uh, plaques yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. she won I think the eleven year old or twelve year old okay. or something nice, like state nice. championship. So so she, you know she was into it. But like when it came time for me to look for something for her to do in the off season and train, like I was at like Bull Sox Academy. So it looks like to me you guys have kind of sat there and said we could do that and we could probably do that a lot better and a lot more personal. Is that is that the best way to kind of sum up what you're doing here? I think that's a good example of it. I think we do it on a little less budget, but (laughs) um, I think we're just trying to kind of make something not only for the surrounding area here in the neighborhood, but something that appeals to uh, kids that are working out who are on teams that are part of organized sports, but also we really uh, like to have a home for the kids who don't necessarily have that, and they just want to learn how to work out. They want to learn how to get involved with things, and sometimes that can be you know, that can be a challenge. You know, if you're a kid walking into a gym situation or a team situation, you're kind of intimidated. We cater to both. You know, the hardcore kid who's in here busting his butt and then some other kids that are just coming and learn how to work out and how to run around and stay active. You know, as far as our personal training, we're more geared toward baseball and softball. So you want to rent a cage, you can come in, take a couple hits, and team rental as well. A team can come and rent our facility for $125 for two hours and kind of have the run of the place, you know? So we're affordable, we're in the neighborhood, come check us out. So the idea, did you have it before the pandemic or was it like a response to the to, to the fact that kids didn't have really anywhere to go when it, when the pandemic kicked off? Kind of give me an idea or the timeline. I would say uh, there was plans in the works about it and then Matt actually built out the place next door. And uh, it's, we're driving, we drive a lot for our daughters. Bodome, Highland, Indiana, and when he came up with the opportunity to kind of, uh, he approached me about it, it made sense, we're here. Pandemic does have something to do with it, you know what I mean? Kids want to get out the house, parents want to get out the house, 
and we're just providing a good opportunity and a safe place for kids to come. You know, the idea spawned from, I think we both feel pretty strongly about our kids being involved in, you know, at high level, right? If And not everybody feels that way, and it doesn't have to, but there's still a place for a kid to come and again. I, re, I can't reiterate enough uh, for a kid to learn how to work out, to learn how to do these things, to have the confidence to do it. You know what I mean? Kids do better when they got this stuff going in their lives, in my opinion. You know what I mean? I just, I've seen it in my children. And to be able to have that space here that's close to home, that's, we can't charge any less than keep the doors open. It's right. Not, this isn't getting anything we're trying to make money at because we're not going to. This is a place for some people to come, their families to come, their kids are safe, we're security conscious, we're COVID conscious. Those things were all in, in the plan when we did this. And we're just kind of learning as we go with a lot of the stuff that we do, but we're both very pretty passionate about it. And uh, I think that counts for something, you know. What's your ideal age range for coming in here? You know, I mean, I, I can't imagine, like, if you get some guy who shows up and you're like, my kid's in T-ball and he needs to get better, you're like, you're a little early. Like, I, like I, I, but I don't know, maybe you're like, nope, you're not a little early. So, like, what's your ideal range here for a kid say, to come uh, in? I would 8 to 18. Okay. Um, I think as but a, it's older than T-ball. Yeah. I'm not yeah. bringing my five-year-old in here. But there's also, uh, <laughs> we've had a couple six-year-olds yeah, or a couple seven-year-olds. We've had some younger kids come in that have gone into our speed and agility class. Uh, yeah. One of our coaches, Coach Carey, grew up here in, uh, in EP. Uh, she's gone to the high school. She's gone through the system. Uh, she works with CPS now. And she works with a lot of the younger kids, and it's been a really good fit. You know, a lot of kids that are 6 to 9, 6 to 10, that enjoy just getting out, running around, doing some stuff. And it, it, there's some structure to it, so it's worked out real well. That's awesome. So if somebody wants to find out more, sign up, what, what's the what's the details? How do, how do we uh, become a part of Grinders if, uh, if I'm listening to this right now? Uh, we have a website. www.grindersacademy.com www I like how you put the www in front of it yeah. like it was still 1995 yeah, yeah right yeah we're all friends, so there you go uh, I'll look that up on my next memorize that thing there you go <laughs> does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you is your Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things? When Tom Walsh is nearby, he's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. A couple weeks ago, Hannah was sitting down here at the 9-foot homemade oak bar, and she brought up, and this is before all the craziness with the election, Back in simpler times, Hannah. <laughs> simpler well, times. Okay, and you you brought up this idea of an animal sanctuary that saves cows before yeah. those cows are going to be made into delicious meat for me to put in my belly and saving pigs and everything else like that. And I thought this was ludicrous. And you can go back, you can find this episode. And I, I said, it's ludicrous. And we got an email shortly thereafter. And I'm going to read just a part of it here. Lisa wrote us. And she wrote, hi, Chris and Hannah. I heard how excited Hannah was about the animal sanctuary on the podcast. And I wanted to reach out because I am a vice chair on a board of directors for Aaron's Farm, an animal sanctuary in Hobart, Indiana, 
and she has been living in Evergreen Park for the past 10 years. They rescue cows, they rescue pigs, bunnies, they, they rescue animals that are not dogs and cats. I am amazed by this. Look, bunnies make sense to me. Cows, I'm not so sure, so that's why I have her on the line with us right now. We have Lisa Rank joining us on the phone line. Hi, Lisa, how are you? Hi, Chris. Hi, Hannah. I'm great. How are you guys? I'm very happy to have you. <laughs> that oh, means great I'm to be right. here. Thanks. Yeah, I know. She, she's, so, she's so excited right now. She's beaming because there's proof that this actually exists. So I, I want you to tell me about this. You're an Evergreen Park resident, and uh, and that's why I thought this is perfect, because you were listening to the EP podcast, and it turns out you are, you are part of a farm like this. So explain to me why... You, if the animal's about to go turn into delicious hamburger, why is the animal then uh, get to like it feels? It feels to me like it's it's cheating. Like if the cow finds a way to break his leg, he doesn't become hamburger. He gets to go live on your farm. Uh, do you feel that the that these cows are uh, are the schemer cows that find a way to get out of the line? These ones are definitely the lucky cows. This is definitely. Um... <laughs> You know, most cows don't get the fate of spending out their their whole life surrounded by people who love them and will take care of all of their their needs like we do cats and dogs. And if you you guys are absolutely welcome to come out to the farm and see for yourself. They have personalities. They have wonderful stories and they have friendships and they, you know, they sometimes get in fights with their friends and they, you know, like with, with the pig, sometimes the big pig will you know, someone will steal her seat and then they squabble like my kids do when they steal their seat. Like you see their personalities, you see their relationships. And that's why um, for us, it matters. You know, here's the thing. I I know Hannah's excited about this because she used to raise cows, right? Or didn't you like, you hung out on a farm with cows. It was like a family farm. We lived on a farm, yeah. You lived on a farm down in the bayou. How many cows did you have, Hannah? Uh, Between 40 and 50 at one point. How many cows do you have on Aaron's farm, Lisa? Probably about seven. And, um, and, and our, our most famous cow is Lucy the cow. She, lucky Lucy, she survived breast cancer. And most of the time when, um, she's a whole steam. And when Mm -hmm. she, she came to us because she could not breed. And so, um, so the dairy farms didn't want, didn't want her. And so she lived at the farm and she developed breast cancer and they took, just removed part of her udder. And there were so many studies done from that because all the vet schools wanted a piece of the tumor to study it because most of the time, if it's like, oh yeah, this one can't breathe, has cancer, it's onto the slaughter truck. So, um, so yeah, so she's, she's going to be, it's coming up, I think five years breast cancer free. And she, she has an incredible story. It was, it was through her friendship with Pat Kelly, the, the, uh, the, a different steer that she was, or a steer she was friends with. And he, she would follow him around. She stopped eating and we thought that was the end for her. And then she would follow him around and he would go graze. And then little by little, she would take little bites. And that's how she got her, her, her room and going in. I'm sure Hannah knows if their if their room and stops working, that's like their, their gut, the flora and their gut. If that dies, then the cow doesn't have a chance. And so they always have to be constantly eating and pooping. That's what you need to see with your cows. So let me ask you about the fact that you're harboring fugitives, because I'm reading in your email, this jumped out at me, the fact that you have two large pigs that actually jumped off of a slaughter truck on the highway while it was in motion in an attempt to escape. And uh, they ended up getting to live a, a life of luxury on Aaron's farm. Yes, yes. That's Elda and Econ. And they, Elda jumped off on the highway. So if you see those... um 
the trucks and then they have the little kind of circles or like the little ovals in them. Right. And you can see the baby pigs. So they're going, they're on their way to a fattening farm. So they're born at one farm, then they're on their way to the fattening farm. And sometimes they're small enough where they can fit through those. And then a lot of times they just die on the side of the road. Oh, um, and then that's not what I want. I don't want that. All joking aside, I don't want I don't want the pig dying on the side of the road. That's terrible. Yeah, no. So this one and one of them, the the one of them, a police. I I can't remember if it was one of the pigs, but police have dropped off animals for us and said like, hey, can you help us get this? And then give a give them uh, and say like, can you take this animal? So yeah, so that's so they're lucky and they've they've hanging out at the farm and Elda's uh, Elda's huge. She's about 900 pounds now. And she's um, she's coming up, I think, on her fourth birthday. This sanctuary is located over in Hobart, Indiana, and I'm sure plenty of people would like to look at it. We, we do have 50-acre park here. Can people go out to the farm and check out what you guys have to offer? Yes, yes. So we do tours. Right now, um, about a week ago, there was like four feet of snow. So you know how when you, when, you know, you have to clean up your yard after your dog after the snow, that's, you know, that, that's, there's a lot of that going on at the farm because, so there's a lot of cleanup right now um, and it's mud season. So we're going to do tours as soon as we possibly can. Tours are about uh, 20 people max. And, um, and then it's, and it's all outside. It's a 33 acre farm. So, um, so we social distance, masks are encouraged. And then, um, and then if somebody wants to do like a private tour with like four people or, or less, or, you know, if you want to coordinate with one other family, there's private tours available too. Well, Lisa, I want to say thanks so much for joining us and putting up with me. And uh, Hannah's super excited about this. She thinks it's awesome. <laughs> and I'm sure she'll be going to Hobart, Indiana to go check the entire yes. thing out. Great. Thanks so much. And yeah, can your listeners give uh, follow Aaron on Facebook and social media and um, on Instagram, if I can plug that, because all the likes really help. What do they follow? Do they follow Aaron's farm? Like, is that is that how they look it up? Yep. Aaron's farm. It's in Hobart, Indiana. And um, and yeah, it's only about 40 minutes from EP. So come on out and give us a visit. And, and and in the meantime, I do want to get to the last part of her email because this is where I get to puff my chest out. Your husband grew up in Champaign, Illinois. Is that correct? And when he was in middle school and high school, he would listen to me every morning when he woke up when I was on the radio at 107.1 The Planet WPGU. Is that true? Yes. Yes. And so I've been listening to you since the start of the show and, and he listens to podcasts too. And he knew that he knew your voice from somewhere, but he couldn't figure it out. And then finally one day he was like, oh, this is who I listened to in Champagne. <laughs> and he, sh- he should never have been listening to that show. If he was in middle school listening to that show, <laughs> oh, we were like 20 years old and out of control. I can't believe he's probably a little bit twisted. And I apologize. Every time he does something <laughs> weird, it's my fault, Lisa. And I apologize for it. Great, I'll send you more emails about that. <laughs> <laughs> another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement.
Plancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.